Hey, this is Joe Castiglione, and you're listening to Not Another Sox Podcast with Matt Cavall, Matt LeBeau, and Jack Webster. Can you believe it? Amigos, and welcome to episode 49 of Not Another Socks Podcast. I am Jack Webster here with Matt Galveo, Matt LeBeau, as always. Fellas, it is spring training finally. It is. It is. And just do your little like Hawaiian dance going on, you know, even though it's not in Hawaii, but you know, still bring the tropical vibes. Uh, you know, you, you this is this is the time of the year that you love to see, you know, spring around the corner. Uh, you know, the weather's starting to get better, thanks global warming. Um, and, yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's about that time for, for spring training. And uh, it's all, season's, you know, only uh, only like a month away. So it's an exciting time. Yep, yep. Speaking of uh, Hawaii, my girlfriend Sandra was in Hawaii. She, uh, That's right. Yep. She got safe. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, spring training, it's here. We're really excited about it, and um, it's nice to get some baseball back in our lives. Um, it is a lot of storylines, right? Definitely a lot of storylines going on with the, um, the state of the team and guys trying to make different positions, which is kind of kind of sucks. But it's it's you know it makes for an entertaining spring. It's not great because it's not where you want to be as an organization, but yeah, definitely looking forward to it. Yeah, no, there's certainly a lot of guys that uh, we're going to see a lot of at-bats from this uh, or uh, this spring training, especially with a lot of guys in the uh, WBC. There'll be playing time available for, you know, uh, a lot of the prospects and a lot of the new guys uh, that came into the organization actually get a good look at them since, don't get me wrong, I love pitchers and catchers reporting, you know, getting back in the baseball swing of things, actually having news, hearing things from the players. But get me out of bed when the actual games start. Like, that's what I want to see. Like, otherwise, it's just a bunch of guys working out and, you know, general exercising. Like, it that, that it's better than nothing, but, like, I, it doesn't really do too much for me, truth be told. Maybe yeah. you don't like to see guys just, like, you know, getting a good stretch in. Yeah. I would definitely agree. I mean, <laughs> I mean, like, the Red Sox posted, like, the, you know, enjoy the sounds of baseball. And I was like, all right. It's cool, but like it's nothing. I'm like getting my dick hard about, you know, like at at 29 at least. Like at 29 years old, I'm like I'm over I'm over that aspect of it. Like the games, just as excited as I was when I was like you know nine years old for the games. But um, yeah, definitely not. Don't really get excited about you know the stretches and the, and the jogging. Yeah, the jogging is great. The jogging, yeah, the unison yeah. jogging for sure. Yeah. yeah. I don't even like jogging myself. I don't know why I like want to see other people do it. That just seems silly to me. Yeah, you're right. Right. A lot of that I feel like is just for like the camera so they can just show stuff that's going on. So they just like there's like, you know, there's no games going on. There's no really like live action. So they have to these these poor, uh, you know, camera guys just have to get something. They have to get, you know, some kind of action. So they're like, all right, well, let's just get these guys jogging in unison and getting a good stretch in and, you know, loosening up the arm and it's really all you can do. So 
Yeah. Now, got- now we got the. Uh, now we're getting closer to game time, so that'll be mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. yeah, and every year, you know, the same thing happens where it's like, oh man, uh, Brian Bayo had like some forearm tightness, and you know, we're gonna shut him down until Monday. Everybody freaks yeah. out, and then it ends up being nothing. Like, yeah, guess what? Like when you work out for the first time in a while like that, or throw for the first time in a while like that, like you're gonna feel sore. Like <laughs> that's that's just part of this <laughs> shit. Like, they, I, I don't understand the freaking out. Like, I understand we're at a point as was a team where it's like every slightly negative news story feels like <laughs> it's like, Oh, here's another thing. Yeah. It like, this is so normal. It's not even funny. Like it's, it's absurd that people get upset about this. And like, you know, like, is this your first spring training? Like, I understand the team's not in the best position. I understand they're not exactly where we want to be, but you know, Bayo has a little forearm tightness. That's okay. We'll come back from it as an organization, you know, it's February. February. Yeah, I feel like everyone uh, turns into like Frank the Tank. Where they're like, "Oh, that's it. They're gonna lose. They're gonna win 15 games this year." And you know, this is this is a this is a disaster. You know, that's kind of. But I mean, like you said, LeBeau, I feel like that's probably more for you know the off season that we've had. You know, there's been a lot of disappointment. So. Any little thing that goes wrong can kind of, you know, spark a freak out for people. So, yeah, is what it is. Yeah, you're just waiting for the sky to fall, you know, which I get. But let's let's take a deep breath. Yeah. No, it'll be fun, though, uh, actually getting to face the Huskies. You know, I'm going to be cheering for them in that annual game. And I like that we kind of start off spring training with that, at least. Beat up on some college, some college baseball players. You know, it's no. always fun. Yeah, I'm always low key cheering for them. Like I am. Like I, I'm. It's like an underdog story. I know it'd be so embarrassing though. Who would you say are the real Huskies? Is it Northeastern or is it UConn? Who are the Huskies? As someone, see, this is tough for me because I hate UConn, but it's got to be UConn, unfortunately. Yeah. I feel like I'd say the same. Yeah. Northeastern just doesn't have that, you know, they don't have, it doesn't have that same pop, you know? No. Not sports. I mean, they're good at hockey, but, you know, other than that. In general, UConn's definitely a much better sports school. Yeah. I mean, great basketball program, great, you know, a decent foot, decent enough football program where, I don't even know if Northeastern has a football team, honestly. Do they? I don't even. I don't think so. A lot of uh, a lot gotta, of Reds journalists, alumni went to Northeastern. I think. I think maybe Joe Castiglione. I don't know. I could be making stuff up. No, I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah. yeah. So that's a it's a popular school. Like if you want to be a, a sports journalist or just kind of any kind of journalist, I guess. Um. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I hope that I, I always root for Northeastern. I always root for Boston College, but. I couldn't really imagine how special that would be as a college kid to play, you know, against pro players, especially like, yeah. you know, you start you start off in the spring. That's their first live game action. Like, imagine if that team goes on, you know, 10 months later and wins a World Series. Like, you know, probably not going to happen this year, but it's happened other years where guys were on the other side of the field 
you know, thought maybe at one point their baseball career was over. And then, you know, now they're playing against fucking world championship team in spring training for their first tune-up. I mean, that's really cool. You know, it's a really cool thing. Yeah, maybe one day, like, they'll, like, play us and, like, you know, a scrimmage, like, before the start of spring training. Like, we could get, like, you know, an, like, a nice team together, maybe, like, a golden retriever, um, maybe, like, Pablo Sanchez from uh, Backyard Baseball. Yeah. And I think we'd have a real shot. Yeah. The po- we could, it would be the podcast bowl. It would be, like, all, all the Red Sox podcasts, like, they would form one team. They would play the Red Sox. And I think that's actually, I think it's a good idea because there's enough <laughs> to fill a 25 man roster. Yeah. Yeah. Terry Cushman's <laughs> not invited though. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah. Douchebag. And Jared Carabas on the mound, um, throwing heat. I, I, I could see it. Yep. I don't know if Carabas was a pitcher. I don't know. Was he a pitcher? I'm yeah, pretty sure, he yeah, he pitcher. was in yeah. in, college, in high school, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there's a lot the of soccer. talent amongst the different oh, yeah. podcasts. I'm yeah. sure there's a lot of baseball talent, you know, through and through. Yeah, not me, but, you know, someone I, I could there. see Jack being a good manager. Yeah. GM. He's Jack's the GM. Jack's the GM. Yeah, yeah GM. Uh, baseball operations. Yeah, president of baseball operations, please uh, respect my title. <laughs> Not GM, president of baseball yeah. operations. What is that? It's actually doctor, president of baseball operations. What's Time Bloom's official title? It's a. Uh... I'm pretty sure it's president of baseball ops, right? Yeah, I think so. I'm pretty no, sure it is. Yeah. About it. It's not. He's not fully a president of baseball ops. Hold on. It's chief baseball chief officer. Or... Chief baseball officer. That's what it is. That's, that's not a real title. What? <laughs> that's got. That sounds so made up. It's like yeah. the, the Red Sox said, like, we want you to be a slightly above a GM, but not the president. Which he is really like. You are really the GM, and you know, I'm sure he has like. It's just a name. It's just basically, I mean, the, the actual GM is not actually the GM. It's, you know, time blue. Yeah, like Brian O'Halloran isn't fucking. He's right. He's. Isn't, uh, you know, trying to negotiate contract with Raphael Devers. <laughs> he's definitely not negotiating the contract with Verdugo. No. <laughs> That's a good segue. Alex yeah. Verdugo. Yeah. Dropped the just kidding. The <laughs> what if we kissed? What if? What if? Just, just kidding. Hey, what if you gave me a contract extension? Sorry, my cousin typed that. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say the other day, Jack? My cat ran over. Uh, ran over my keyboard. <laughs> yeah, the cat ran over my keyboard, and he somehow typed that. Like it's crazy, ha. Huh? <laughs> Lol. Unless... How are you though? <laughs> that is just that's so funny that that's like a a, a real life meme actually happened <laughs> oh yeah i think oh, yeah. if you were a teenage boy in the time of aol instant messenger like 
you all we all just experienced the same thing. Yeah. Oh, oh absolutely. Oh God, you said something fucking yeah. stupid, and then you know. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just that's a way of just that was like such a great way of just getting out of like the embarrassment of sending something that you know somebody didn't respond to or somebody thought was stupid which it was and then you're just saying like oh sorry my friend or my cousin typed this my bad absolutely legend <laughs> uh, these kids nowadays will never know the times yeah I think Xander Bogart uh-huh. said Padres, but the Padres were the Padres said yes, so he didn't have to come back with sorry, my cousin type that. Hey, what did you get? <laughs> yeah, exactly. The Padres were like, all right, let's do it. Yeah. He probably said it after his tweet, after his thong tweet. He's like, Oh, sorry, my uh, cousin tweeted this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> people people don't talk about the Xander Bogart's thong tweet enough. That was great. It was great. That was real horny hours. Yeah, <laughs> all the shirtless pics and everything. Um, I remember like Xander had an old Twitter that like was even before his horny one, or like <laughs> and like he was like like sixteen year old like in Aruba like just tweeting out like shit like hey who wants to hook up and everything and the only reason I found it is I was looking through like a 2010 prospect rankings thing and it had his Twitter connected and I was like man this guy is horny horny like (laughs) just on the main in public it it was he's deleted it since I'm pretty sure since I've looked for it but like seeing like 16 year old Xander Bogarts just being like yeah I'm looking to fuck this like who wants to see my dick like and everything is just crazy <laughs> so funny. Dude, i feel like i mean imagine if you're like that young and you're like such a big baseball you know uh prospect and you're just coming up the ranks i feel like every i feel like i I'd, I'd probably be in the same situation as he is oh yeah absolutely especially just firing on- off crazy like that where everyone knows you know who you are like you're gonna be just a celebrity, and you're just gonna be fucking. I mean, yeah. Like, and if you look like Xander Bogarts, that's even better. Right. Yeah. Good looking kid. Good looking kid. Yeah. You're the best baseball player in your entire goddamn country, too. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's what I say. Small country. Not a lot of competition. Yeah. No. Absolutely, I miss him. But... I do. It, it hurts seeing him in the Padres stuff. Like probably more than Mookie on the Dodgers. Like it feels more weird seeing Xander yeah. on the Padres. Definitely, definitely. I think Mookie always had that like not expiration date, but he was always more like it was always felt like more like a mercenary situation. Like yeah. Mookie was going to go wherever Mookie wanted to go to better his career. Whereas Xander Bogart felt like this is like this is your guy, and although yeah. he be the best player in major league baseball but he was like he you felt like he was your guy like you felt like i put him right up there with like the pedroids of the world you know like another guy that it, it felt weird to see in a different uniform was kevin euclid you know yeah. um i mean never had to see david ortiz in another uniform besides pre his red sox career obviously with the twins um but that would have been just as weird like those you know those kinds of guys where uh, john lester you know, another, yeah, um, where it just doesn't feel right. And there's some guys where it's just like, you know, 
may feel weird for a day, but this will feel weird for a long time. It's going to hurt for a long time. At least he gets to be with Don Orsillo. That's yep. true. We fucked up. True. Shout out Donnie Yao. We miss you. <laughs> and Michael Waka. And Michael Waka, yeah. Reunited <laughs> with his best uh, friend, Michael Waka, in San Diego. People aren't talking about it enough. Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, yep. Sucks to see that. What are you going to do? Uh, you're going to assign Raphael Devers to a bajillion dollars, so that way it doesn't ever fucking happen again. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, it's all it's all cool. We signed him. $300 million. Yep, yep. We got our guy. But, uh, yeah, I mean, so what are you guys uh, – I mean, obviously, going back to the Verdugo um, contract talk um, – what are your thoughts on, you know, giving him an extension? I'm all right with it. If that's the route. Yeah. I think, you know, if it's a team-friendly thing, like a four- or five-year deal, like he's getting like $10 million per year or something like that, sure, I'd lock him up for that. I would be willing to take a risk on it. Um, I probably wouldn't give him quite what Ben Attendee got, or at least I would – be like, hey, maybe after you post like, you know, a bit better of a season than last yeah. year, um, like maybe we can, you know, revisit it then. I would feel a little bit more confident with like just act a, a bit more production. He's playing with a little bit of fuck yeah. you from what it sounds like since the Red Sox did challenge him in the offseason to, you know, get a little bit more athletic, which, you know, I think is pretty fair since um, uh, it never hurts to actually, you know, have more range, more speed, yeah. hit for more power even. So hopefully with, the, you know, the shift being banned and uh, some of his high expected batting average, yeah, I think he can actually post up some good numbers, but I want to see it first. Right. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I actually have a lot of faith in Verdugo, and I do think that, um, well, I don't want to say I, I think he'll, he'll, he'll take a big step forward this year. Um, I do think, though, that he understands what needs to or, or what, what the team needs out of him. And if he doesn't deliver, I think that he understands that, you know, it's probably it's probably it. Like he probably will just be that guy that hops around from team to team, you know, two year deal here, three year deal there. Um, I don't think he'll get the, the Benintendi contract. Um, I don't think that's that's, you know, really a, a good price for him right now but if he has a great year i think he can get more than that but this is definitely I, again we say this a lot it's not, i don't want to say it's a make or break year but it's pretty close for verdugo right it's pretty close because yeah. i mean but you can't say that every year because i think we kind of said that a little last year um but this year is like all right now it has to happen you know like last year after last year it was like maybe this guy's not the guy that we thought he would be this year it has to happen it has to happen Absolutely. And yeah. I think he's one of the guys that I, I <clears throat> like you said too, Lebeau, that you're, you're really looking forward to this season because of, you know, how last year went. And, you know, this is a year that he knows he has to produce. And I think, I mean, he look, physically, when you look at him, uh, the pictures in spring training and all the videos that have come out, he looks like he's in really good shape. Um, obviously, that was a 
seemed like that was a big point of emphasis for him, um, you know, this winter. And he looks physically good. Um, and even Cora said that too, um, you know, in his press conferences uh, uh, in Fort Myers. And um, I think he's, he's a guy that I'm definitely looking forward to to have a, a, a big season. I think he will. Um, and I'm looking forward to the regular season, um, you know, for, for him. Cause I, I, I do really think he's going to take a big step this year and, um, try to prove not only to the Red Sox, but to himself that, you know, he's, a he's, he's a great man. He's a, a, a serviceable major league player. And he, he's a guy that, you know, this team is going to want to have around. Yeah. And you know what? I really do believe in him. Like he was always uh, supposed to be, you know, the centerpiece uh, coming back in the trade. And who knows, maybe Connor Wong ends up being something this year as your backup catcher, too. It sounds like there's a lot of good things uh, being said about him early on in camp. Uh, but Verdugo really does have that energy that you love. He loves Boston. Um, and I think, you know, he really connects to the fans because of that. So I'm abs- absolutely cheering for him. Uh, but, you know, at the end of the day, you have to be a little objective about right. um uh, a lot of the numbers that are coming in with it. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I, I think that there's a lot of guys on this team that are worthy of um, contracts probably before him. So, you know, we'll see what happens and just going to be, I, again, spring won't show us anything. I mean, spring's irrelevant for a veteran like him, but yeah. uh, we're going to know pretty soon what his his role is offensively on this team. Um, because, you know, we know obviously what he's capable of, but, you know, where he's going to slide in. Because he's kind of like a – I mean, I think, you know, most people would probably agree. I don't think there's a definitive spot for him in the lineup right now. Like, he could hit second. He could hit sixth. He could even hit a little bit lower. Or, you know, if he really develops that double and that home run uh, swing, he could even hit, like, fourth. So, um, I don't know. It's very, he's very, a very strange player. So we'll see. Yeah. I, I hope to see a little bit more from him uh, defensively, especially now that he's going to be playing right field before too. I actually, I liked him in left field, but uh, obviously with uh, Yoshida now you have to move him over. So uh, right field, the Fenway can be a bit tricky at times uh, with, it kind of playing more like a center field. So that's why I think Adam Duvall might end up seeing some time there. If you want to put Kike back at uh, center field for a game or just get, you know, somebody off their feet. So um, I'm confident, you know, also Alex Cora being able to like mix and match with a lot of the guys uh, in spring training, find different roles for them, see where they might actually fit into the club since, uh, there's definitely, you know, some jobs available right now, and uh, you never know what might end up opening up um, as camp develops, too. Alex Cora, the juggler. <laughs> we always say he's the perfect, he's, he really is the perfect guy for um, something like this. So definitely. it's going to be good. To, you know, he's he. it's in good hands with him. Definitely. For sure. I agree. Um. Are there yeah, any guys you're I mean, like interested in seeing like the spring training? I think one guy that you know even Cora has mentioned that he's already looked pretty good so far is Brian Mata. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing him uh, this spring training for sure. Looking forward to seeing in in spring. 
Um, hmm. <laughs> yeah, you know, I I think probably like the prospects, you know, the the like the the the, the top prospects. Um, even Tristan Cassis, you know, recent graduate of the prospect ranks. Um, just the young players who you know they're going to get a lot of opportunities and a lot of at bats and and so forth in spring. Um, they're all pretty fun to watch. You know, I don't know how much you can read into their performance, but yeah, I think that the, the young guys are, are are a really big hot button for anytime you're, you're you're in spring. Those are the guys you want to look at. I mean, who cares how well you know, like a 30-some-odd-year-old veteran does, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's really what any type of, uh, you know, spring training, training camp, um, all that kind of stuff is really just for the prospects and, um, you know, looking forward to more of, you know, your future assets um, going forward. But, there's, I mean, there's, there's a lot of guys to watch out for, for sure, on this team. I think the guy I'm probably most excited to see, and he actually was originally on the Netherlands roster for the World Baseball Classic, but uh, ended up uh, uh, opting out of it, is uh, Sadon Rafaela. Um, you know, I think he might actually get some reps in the major league this year. Um, it, from everything, what it sounds like his defense is major league ready at both shortstop and center field where, you know, right now there's some yeah. openings for there's yeah. at bats at those positions for this year. Uh, so he, he had a great offensive year, um, between high A and double A last year. Uh, there's still a little bit too much swing and miss in that bat for the major league. So hopefully, you know, if he's able to make a bit more consistent contact, cut down the strikeouts, um, even some of his numbers might even get better. And, you know, this guy could be an all-star. You see him like creeping up on a lot of, um, prospect rankings. He's usually in the top 100. He's even cracked the top 50 with a few of them, uh, like with fan graphs coming out today. So I think this is a guy that, you know, is very possible that um, he could be a real uh, major league, like multi all-star for us. If uh, he's able to continue his uh, growth with everything. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, I hope the bat, you know, I hope he figures out the bat because defensively I've read from a ton of different people saying that he's a hundred percent ready defensively which at his age and in his stage and his development is very impressive. Um, so definitely excited for him. So where is, um, where is he exactly from? I um, I think he is from Aruba. I can double check on that. Hmm. Carousel, actually. Carousel. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they actually produce some good major leaguers. Yeah, I was going to say there. pretty good baseball. Pretty good baseball country. Yeah. Lee hey, Jansen, maybe? Taylor Jansen's from Cheershire? Yeah, he is. Yes. Yeah. No, good Pro far. Always were competitive in the Little League World Series. Yeah, pro far. They are a great Little League World Series yeah. team. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Another guy that probably we won't see a lot that I'm excited, uh, maybe even see a little bit, is uh, Miguel Blyce. Um, I think he might be, you know, just as good as Meyer uh, one day. 
um, in terms of like prospect rankings and everything. So hopefully we see a bit of him, but he's still a bit young. So we probably won't unless if it's like we're going out to, you know, the Oriole spring training complex three hours away and it's a fucking long bus ride. Yeah, I'm really excited about him. Is that how you pronounce his name? Blaze? I thought it was, I always thought it was Blaze. <laughs> it might be. I don't know, actually. I have no idea. I don't think I've ever heard yeah. it out loud. I think I've just read it. <laughs> yeah, I barely even know how to tomato. read. Yeah, I don't know how to read English. I don't know how to read Spanish. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's a, uh, it's a, uh, it's a surprise. Jack even knows how to speak. Yeah, it's always embarrassing when like I know people who have English as their second language that like just speak and write so much better than me. Like. <laughs> This this is your like secondary one, and you do it better than like my <laughs> first. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So talking about the uh, look at the the lid that Jack's got on his head, a little WBC around the corner. Yeah, it's coming yeah. up. It is USA. no. Um, we got a we got a lot of people uh, participating in it uh, from our team. So. Um, who is in it? Uh, Yoshida, Verdugo. Um, why am I blanking on some of the other? Is ones? Meyer in it, or did he? I don't. I don't think he actually even made the team. Like, so I don't know. Pavetta was, but he dropped out just yeah. like yesterday, today. Yeah. Um, Richard Flyer, he's on Team Israel. No. Yeah. Which is bizarre, by the way. Like, I don't understand how that works with israel <laughs> yeah it's it's like you can if your dad or grandfather or something like live there and you're only so far removed then i think you're eligible um but it's complicated and everything oh kike is gonna be playing as well um and uh jaron duran endeavors obviously yeah oh, who's right. kike yep. mexico? sorry who's kike playing for mexico uh, Kike is from Puerto Rico. Oh, Puerto Rico. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Then yep. Duran is on Mexico, which yeah, I think yeah. is you know same type of thing. Like he's yeah, like grandfather, it's... and and Verdugo, I think same thing. He was born in the states, I'm pretty sure, or at least grew up here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Verdugo makes a lot of sense. Duran, I had no idea that he was Mexican. Um, me, I me neither. But um, yeah, no, it'll be nice to see some Red Sox play. I mean, um, is Kenley Jansen playing in it? Uh, Kenley Jansen will play in it if the Netherlands make it to Miami uh, for like the semifinals or quarterfinals or whatever. But he doesn't want to go all the way out to fucking Taiwan just uh, for his team oh, to yeah. maybe make it in like. Which is kind of understandable. Is that uh, is that what Bogarts is doing, or is Bogarts going to play the whole thing? Uh, I think Bogarts is playing the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, he's kind of. Netherlands like, has like some good pitchers or uh, some good players. Not too, they just don't have any pitchers, I should say. Yeah, I didn't know that you could um, just hop back in like mid tournament or or hop in on the roster. I think they have to have him on for the entire time. So, like, he'll oh, be on the okay, roster. Yeah, yeah. He just won't be in Taiwan or 
Japan. I forget which pool that they're in, but yeah. Um, yeah. So they're, it, they don't really have too much of a chance anyways. Right. This, this right. is like, I'm like as excited for the WBC as like, not like one, a few de- degrees under like Sox playoffs. Like I'm still yeah. very, very, very horny for it though. Yeah. Really? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I mean, that's, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of like the, uh, you know, the, the world cup of, uh, baseball, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. I'm definitely excited. Yeah. But a few degrees like, under that first like, game against Britain, <laughs> like, I just want to fucking beat their asses. Hmm? A few Again. degrees under Red Sox playoffs is a bold statement, I will say. I, I know, I know. I'm not going quite there, but um, it, it, it's one of my favorite things that uh, baseball does. Okay, well, I'm really excited. <laughs> Jack, is just, Jack's just gonna be like, it's actually like a degree more than Sox playoffs, <laughs> but not yeah. by much. No, no. Yeah, like when the Sox are in the playoffs, that is literally my entire goddamn life. Like I will <laughs> not think or don't. do anything else. Like, yeah, like the, the the Red Sox are just like my life, anyways. But like, uh, when they're in the playoffs, like I am getting almost no work done. Like I am watching yeah. every single pl- second of it. Like I'm on Twitter, just <laughs> reading the news in between games about it. Like that. Like there is literally nothing better than just like crisp October air. Maybe even going out to a game, uh, just lands down fucking buzzing. Like, just uh, it gives me the heebie-jeebies. It's it's really <laughs> there's nothing you want injected into your veins more than like a Red Sox playoff run in October with the crisp weather and like you like you said, um, it's just you turn into a different animal. You turn into a different person. Like none of your relationships matter. Like. Your freaking like wife or girlfriend could be like, "All right, I'm leaving you." I'm like, I do not care. Like, <laughs> I don't even care. You know? Don't fucking talk to me in November or like. Yeah. It, it's just it's it's life is just so different. You're just like, yeah. you're just like fucking helping the old lady cross the street. Like I always say that. You're just <laughs> build up this army. Like that is true. Doing yeah. your, uh, it's just, it just it turns you into a different animal. Like I'm not a functioning yeah. adult when the Red Sox are in the playoffs. I'm I'm just some sort of, like, fucking monster. I don't even yeah. know. Yeah. I mean, we all saw LeBeau's, you know, videos from the uh, the wild card game against the Yankees, and uh, yeah. that that's that's kind of the beast it turns you into, you know? Oh, absolutely. I mean, that was the tip of the iceberg, too. That, yeah. you know, there was uh, a lot of Yankee fans were getting a lot of hate, um, getting a lot of shit yelled at them. Yeah, um, yeah it turns you into someone that, to be honest, you know, I'm proud of who I am when I when yeah. the playoffs. I got no. I mean, no regrets, no regrets from Matt yeah. Lebeau. I can't wait. You know, back there, Jack Am Webster. I- you know, he 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 took one for the team that night. You know, Lebeau was there. You know, in in the flesh. You know, yelling at Yankee fans, and uh, you know, Jack Webster was also you know uh, sacrificing the body to to make a play. Uh, you know, with getting yeah. the chicken wing sauce on him. So, you know, Pete, that's just, it's yeah. just, you know, that's what it is. You know, you, you gotta, you gotta sacrifice yourself sometimes. And, you know, Jack, you know, laid his body on the line, you know, with the, with the sauce. So yeah, just love throw to back say. to episode one for the OGs, by the way, that was the yeah, very yeah. first episode that we had uh, after the Yankees, uh, or after yep. we beat the Yankees in the wild card game and everything. So like, I think that was the perfect time to start the show. Yeah. Now we're 
49 episodes. Buzzing. Yeah, and, yeah. And believe it or not, this is going to be our third season that we've covered. Like, it's crazy to, 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 to feel that way, but 2021, 2022, and 2023. I mean, once the games start here in 2023, this technically will be season number three for us, you know, which is crazy. Yeah, no, I mean, hopefully there's a lot more to talk about. I know we we're a bit optimistic last year with everything, and uh, this year, you know, it's definitely a little bit mixed. The team did get better in the offseason um, just by the bullpen alone. Bullpen alone, like, yeah. this is going to make us, like, competitive enough. But um, definitely some unexpected moves from the year. In fact, I would probably say even a majority of them ended up probably being unexpected. Um, and you know, we'll, we'll see how the team does. Um, I'm still hoping that, you know, we're competitive and I do believe that we can actually still compete for a wild card spot at the worst. Right. I do as well. Yeah. And I think that the, sorry, Matt, real quick, the, the two things, oh, no, you... the, uh, that this team has, hopefully that they'll have this year than didn't have last year. Number one, obviously, like you said, the bullpen being exponentially better is going to make this team you know, uh, uh, much more competitive. And number two is just got to be health. Those two factors. And then the X factor that a lot of people aren't talking about, which I know it affects the whole league, but it was really a, a weak point for the Red Sox was interdivisional games. So now you drop a lot of divisional games too. And they were really shitty within the division. It's not really like a positive. It's not, you know, a good thing that they couldn't win them within the division. And now there's not a big division. Just drop my phone. Um, but it's more of saying, like, if you if all those three things work itself out, the bullpen, the health, and less divisional games, I think that you could see them, you know, definitely compete for a wild card spot just sheerly by showing up. Because, I mean, they have the talent. They have the manager. You know, they have a, a decent enough um, team that they should compete for a wild card spot. I think I did the math once. I think we had a over 600 win percentage against the non-AL East. Like, but just by sheer facing other teams outside of the Blue Jays that annihilated us, we played bad against the Yankees, horrible against the Rays. We went 10 and 9 against the Orioles. Like, you probably wish that was like more 12 or 13 wins. Um, and, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, they're getting better just by calling guys up. They didn't really make a lot of moves, but, you know, you have to worry about them next year uh, still. Like, they're going to start being more in it. And uh, every team actually has, you know, a fair chance. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the division's getting better for sure. I mean, you could really argue that it's the best division in baseball. Um, you know, all. You know, all five teams are very competitive. Um, you know, they got great rosters. They, you know, like you mentioned just now, Jack, you know, the Orioles are starting to come around now. You know, they have talent there. Um, it's difficult, but I think, um, you know, I think a lot of people are just kind of obviously with the way the season went last year and, um, you know, a lot of people were, you know, obviously down on the offseason moves, but I think um, they're going to be. The Red Sox are going to be definitely going to be a little bit better. Um, they're going to be better than they were last year. Um, I would definitely take the over on on the win total. Um, I think last time I checked it was like 76 and a half wins. I think that'll go over just alone, like you and LeBeau mentioned, just by the bullpen improvements. I mean, how many times did you see it last year where games were just blown because we really didn't have any bullpen at all? Um, so, I mean, just that alone will, will add wins to this team and – 
I think the lineup's pretty decent too. Obviously, you hate to lose guys like you know Xander. So in that middle look infield is going to be in question with you know Arroyo and um, obviously Kike. I think will be fine um, at short, but that second base was a little bit of a question mark. But you know, I think overall, I think the teams you know, better than they were last year. Um, and so I, I think they're going to be, uh, they're going to be a team that people sleep on, but I think they will be, uh, they will be, a, you know, a little bit of a surprise, I think. Yeah, I think that's, that's fair. They could be a very, you know, they could be a surprise team. And I think that the over under win total. Um, yeah. I mean, you got to hammer that at the end of the day, 76 and a half or 77, whatever it is. Um, that is something they should sleep past. Yeah. I mean, they should get there basically in their sleep. Uh, the only thing I can see, it's either going to be way over or it could be like way under in the sense that if they are under that, they're not going to, they're not going to be at like 75 wins. There's no right. way to be a 75 win team. They'll either be competitive for a wild card spot, you know, maybe get 86, 87, or they'll scrap it, you know, in July and then finish like 66 and 96 or like 69 and, 93 right. whatever you know no. no i mean there are a lot of one-year deals you're uh, <clears throat> i hate to use the term bridge deal because we are still trying but uh it really feels like it's, we're setting up more for 2024 and beyond uh, by resetting the salary or luxury tax and um like having guys get called up maybe see some time uh, especially later on in the year so <clears throat> don't have to be thinking about that quite yet <clears throat> i think you know uh, hopefully we're in a position to add even trade some of those prospects that we kept in the off season um and you know even if it's for something like a rental or long term. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I agree. So, what's uh? Well, I, we we don't want to do predictions yet. Right. Yeah. Premature. That's premature. Premature. Well, we still have time. I still think you know we might end up with a Jose Iglesias or something, but yeah, um, not Andrew. The Yu Chang signing really Andrews. was kind of confusing. Yeah, I got no hope for a major league ready player to be on this team in addition to what they have by March twenty eighth. None. No hope. What? I mean, now uh, Elvis Andrews is is out the door, so. There you go there. So the options are, are a little thinner. Um, but like you said, Jack, maybe an Iglesias comes in. But it almost kind of feels like they're done in, in that area. Not another Sox podcast could have paid Elvis Andrews' salary for no. I mean, I don't understand. Like, maybe he didn't, maybe he didn't want to play in Boston. So, you know, maybe they were, they were trying to get him. Um, and he just was like, you know what? If even if you give me like three, three, five, or four, I'm, I still would rather go to Chicago. Um, but for three million, I mean, nah. it's a need that you have, like for three million dollars. If it doesn't work out, you trade him or you just DFA him, and you're the Red Sox. You can eat that money. Like we. We finally have, like, the least amount of dead money on the team. Like, it's only coming from Matt Barnes at this point. So, like, you can afford, like, a hit to it as long as, like, you're trying to stay competitive. But uh, just Yu Chang instead, like, 
for no real reason. Like, I don't see why you need to give that guy a major league contract. The second a 40 man spot opens because of uh, Trevor story hitting the IL uh, officially, but it, it's a bit of a head scratcher. Now you have like kind of three, just options at second base and Arroyo, Alberto Mondesi and Yu Chang. And, you know, wow. um, totally these women are having a bit off. <laughs> 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 totally oh, forgot. man that's that that feels like a name that like i think that was the last time i really i think that's the last time we talked about the red sox was the modesty thing yeah. Mondesi. and then nothing happened between then really and, yeah like, yeah like you you got um a trade with the marlins for um uh, Matt Barnes and Richard Blyer, or however you pronounce his name. So you got that lefty reliever. I like him. He's a contact guy. Uh, not going to strike out a lot of dudes, but um, I think, you know, that ended up helping losing Josh Taylor. And I still don't quite understand Mondesi, but, you know, I hope he does well, obviously. <laughs> yeah, no, me too. I mean, nothing against the guy. Don't really know. I don't really understand the trade, but it is what it is. So. Matt Barnes got done pretty dirty. I mean, you know, yeah. I do. We talked about that last episode. Though. Yeah. Yeah, you got to feel. Yeah, he was very confused about situation. why he was um, DFA'd, but he he looks happy in Miami. I'm sure he's gonna do well there. It was so funny that that whole that whole story about like when Heim called them was so funny that he was like about to play video games and then he gets the call from Heim Bloom and then he like wasn't gonna answer the phone. And then he did, and then that whole, you know, they Bloom just told him, like, hey, we're going to DFA you. Listen, Matt, Why? Matt Barnes has nothing to complain about. He did exactly what every other rich white kid from Connecticut did. <laughs> Grow up in Connecticut, work in Boston, and then move yep. to Florida. Yep. That they do. So he just followed <laughs> that same assembly line of every other white kid from Connecticut. Yeah. Good for him, man. He's living least, up the dream. At least he wasn't a Yankees fan. Or was he a Yankees fan growing up? I do believe Matt Barnes was a Yankee fan growing up. I'm actually Ooh, 99% just, positive that the Barnes family uh, were Yankee fans. Yes. Thanks. Yeah. Hate to see that. Yep. I think Rick Porcello uh, grew up a Yankees fan as well. It's always weird when that happens. Yeah, we've had a few... We've had a few. Yeah. I'm trying Rick to think Porcello. if there's anybody that was like a uh, Red Sox fan that ended up getting drafted by the Yankees. Yankees have had a couple of Rhode Islanders. Oh, I think King yeah. or whatever his name King, is. He Michael went to like King, yeah. Yeah. Michael King, yeah. yeah. So he could be a Sox fan. Yep. He probably nope. was. I mean, yeah. he grew up in the area, so. That other kid, that Italian kid, he's my age. I forgot his name. A bibbidi babbidi. <laughs> I forgot his name. Johnny Tony Gabba Soprano. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, bad, but I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, yeah. Yeah. Fuck I mean, Yankees, I'm, anyways. I'm sure. Sure, they've had a couple <laughs> Red Sox fans. Yeah, but 
like, see, here's the thing. I know, like, it's your job, and I know, like, you're a pro, and it's just, it's obviously different. But, like, if I was, say I was, like, 18 years old, and I got drafted by the Yankees, like, sure, I'd be ecstatic. But at 18 years old, I was a diehard Red Sox fan. I absolutely yeah. fucking despise the Yankees. I think I would be like, eh, I don't really feel great about this. Like, I don't, like, my heart's got to be it. weird, yeah. Yeah, my heart's not in it. Like, I don't know. You just I, immediately, you just immediately have to tell your agent that you want to trade. <laughs> right. Well, that's like, get me the hell out of here. That's like kind of like um, in England, like for soccer. Yeah. Like that me that means more over there. Like oh like, god. Like there are there are kids that like wouldn't sign with like rival clubs because they grew up like you know whatever. Like oh no, I won't sign with Manchester United. I grew up a Man City fan, like or whatever, you know, vice versa. Right. Um, or Liverpool, Manchester United, you know, whatever. But like here, we don't really think of it like that. It's more like just it's a business, you know. You just play for whoever signs you or drafts you. But I mean, for me, like I, I would feel weird about it. I wouldn't want to play for the Yankees. Yeah, it's like an MLB road to the show when you request a trade, like, any time physically possible. Like, get me the fuck out of here. Like, <laughs> I will literally play for any other team, like, yeah. um, apart from this fucking godforsaken organization. <laughs> the road to the show, the the way I like to look at that is the, you're always in a constant state of the grass is greener somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Every time. Every time. Like, any, any kind of my pro or be a pro or like my career thing like any video game i'm always like just get me the fuck out of here wherever i am yeah like yeah, yeah it's it's like you're always on like a one-year deal and you're like i'm not staying like you never make a career you're not like a you know a lifer for like one team you're always just like on a one you're always like on a ufa deal you're like get me the hell out of this place yeah, you're not you're not getting the fucking statue outside of the stadium you're just hopping no team no team. yeah uh road to the show is out of all the like out of all the sports video games though they it has the best career mode by far yeah it it is the best um i did enjoy nhl but yeah they have a good one but i don't know i feel like road road to the show's always had a really good one like you know yeah. What what I like to do sometimes is I will just put it on beginner for a season and then just hit like literally <laughs> oh, yeah. three hundred home runs in a season. Oh yeah, and you were, you were telling like, me that. Put the up other like day. a fifty war season and it, like just literally put up like video game numbers. Like yeah. I have like an eight hundred batting average. I struck out twice maybe. <laughs> like just never work to walk. Always get a hit. <laughs> Fastballs right down the fucking dick every single goddamn time. Like I have, it's no challenge. This guy is like wham, whammy, whammy. <laughs> Jack, were you telling me the other day that you were uh, that your road to the show recently, like you had it on beginner and you broke like the the home run record in like May? <laughs> yeah, no, I I hit seventy by like April twenty fifth. <laughs> <laughs> How is that even fun though? Like, I trust I'm guilty of crazy video game numbers like don't get me wrong but like 70 home runs 80 home runs in a year is like crazy video <laughs> game numbers. in a couple simulations here and there see what the computer does for you but dude 
70 home runs in April. <laughs> Just go out. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he is him. And, and this was my rookie season, too. Jack's Jack's definitely the kid that like just names his players like something absolutely ridiculous. Like you're not playing as Jack Webster, you're playing as like something like insane. I'm playing as <laughs> Rusty Shackleford. <laughs> I've done Air Bud a lot too. I've done Tom Air Brady. Uh, yep. He's usually the catcher. Uh, if I uh, do a catcher, that's sometimes yep. fun too. That's <laughs> yeah, a realistic one, man. Like I, I like to be like, you know, not like the greatest player that ever lived after two weeks of, of baseball. Nah, nah. Just, well, I mean, I do different ones. Like I'll, I'll play regularly, like a lot too. But like well, every once in a while, I'll just do like an absolute, just fucking easiest thing in the world. Like I just want to see. How many home runs it's physically able to like hit in a season? <laughs> funniest, uh, funniest core memory like thing I saw on TikTok was when you do a franchise in like MLB or MLB the Show or like MVP Baseball or whatever it was, yeah. or like even MLB 2K back in the day, um, and you like you didn't know you had to sign like everyone in arbitration and like like tender contracts, and then you fucking yeah. start up the next season, you got no one. And like, <laughs> you basically have to start all over again. You're like, all right, well, this is fucking gone. All your good players are gone. You got like fucking 275 players and there's just a bunch of rookies. And yeah, that was just, it's just fucking hilarious. That, everyone's had that memory of being like, I fucked this whole oh, thing yeah. up. Takes a lot. He's just like Heim Bloom for real. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened to Heim Bloom, but in real life. <laughs> He forgot to re-sign Xander Bogarts and everybody else. Like, he's like, ah, shit. Like, now he's on the Rangers or uh, Evaldi. He's, he's like, oh, I wait, blew, I had to. I blew just turned on his console for 2023. And he realized that Nate's on the Rangers. Xander's on the fucking Padres. Yeah. Like, God damn, what the hell happened here? Yeah. He was like, I thought I had auto sign on. Yeah. Exactly. I thought I had forced trades, like all that shit. <laughs> no, I'm I'm blue is not. I'm blue has never played with forced trades on. That's for goddamn sure because <laughs> that man is yet to swindle someone in his fucking life. Yeah. Are, are we sure that's not what happened uh, uh, with the Brewers? Uh, they had no uh, like full trade accepts on for like the Hunter Renfro for JBJ trade. They're like, you have to accept this. <laughs> the Brewers pl- fucking were playing with forced trades on for the Hunter yeah. Renfro. <laughs> All right, my oh, phone's man. so I'm pretty much out of this. If you guys yeah. want to continue, great. Cool. No. Uh, fuck John Henry, like. Uh, that's just the one I, I, one thing I think we forgot to talk about. Oh, dummy. John Henry. Yep. He's Oh, God. But uh, Noah's song, too. Uh, don't give a shit, really. He might end up coming back to us. Yeah. Don't. Like, that was such a non-story that, like, people were making it out to be, uh, like, today. Like, who really cares? Like, if the Phillies want to sign this guy for a full year, I go fucking right ahead. I was not ex- hoping for anything out of him. So it, yeah. it's nothing to me. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Well, yeah. I think that about wraps it up. Yep. Right. Go socks. Peace. Go socks.
Nibbling on sponge cake, watching the sun 